I'm Melee. I'm in my third year of college. I'm a theater major, and my goal is to make a podcast. I'm Jenny. I'm in my second year of college. I'm going into computer science, and my goal is also to make a podcast and call it Noises On. <laughs> piece of cake. I mean, this ain't even a test. Class 1B, number 5, Tiger Kagami! I'll beat the generation of miracles and become the best player in Japan! 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 <sighs> Alright, uh... The noise. The noises are on. I'm Jenny. She's melee. We're not doing the fucking text to speech again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't we're not get. Reintrodu- yeah. We're not introducing ourselves like that again. Yeah. You don't get Twilight Sparkle and Heavy this episode. Um, yep. Anyways. Well, hi. Welcome to Noises On. Welcome to Noises On. This um, e- this episode's coming out a bit later than usual. W- one week later, in fact. And the reason for that. Is because we we had an episode, we had a whole episode recorded, and then my audio corrupted. <laughs> That's that was fucking weird. In all honesty, <laughs> poor love. <laughs> and everything is okay now. I hope so. All right, I think everything should be okay now. Yes. Um... Okay, because for <laughs> a little behind the scenes, um. I remember when we recorded that episode, I was talking about something. I don't remember. Okay. By the way, um... Dojin controversy? No. I don't remember. Uh, you were talking it about, was something. Like, you were talking about something. how there was a controversy with Dojins and the series. Don't... Don't ma- don't spoil my material, okay. you know, but the, the people don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, um, I was explaining something... Um, and Jenny had actually cut out, like... Well, that was because of my internet, though. Yeah, still, though. Yeah. It, what, it, it, like, it was super weird, because, like, it, she cut out, and then she, and then she was like, hey, are you there? Are you there? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I've been here. And it was during a recording <laughs> the last <laughs> time. Um... I'm not the one that it's editing the episode, so I don't know when the audio started corrupting. It but. just, like, what 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 happened is that, like, when I would play the audio, it would play, like, half a second of audio, and then the rest of it would be silence. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, um, we're re-recording our thing. Yes. So. And so this is, uh, the first episode we are doing on the second episode of, uh... A series, but technically it's also the second episode we're doing on the second episode of a series, because... <laughs> Audio corruption. Audio corruption. Um, me, so, check, check to see if your di- disk space is, uh, too much. Disk space and stuff. It, it, I don't think it's dick, dis, dick space. Um, dick space. <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, to go into what Kirk Go to Basket is, again, it's a basketball sports anime. That's it. Um, yep, that's it. Noises off. 
Every time I uh, every time I make that joke again, I'm going to look up grosser and grosser fart sound effects to please keep me do from not. Doing it. <laughs> My love, please do not. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, it's a basketball sports anime, but the up here's an update on it. The Kurokunabasuke dub came out on Netflix. Uh, after um after the first episode of Kirk on a Basket that we put out. But I'm going to get into my thoughts on it in the in later because actually I didn't watch all of Kirk on a Basket before before our episode. We had only I had only watched the first two episodes. But now I've watched mm. all of it. Ooh, <laughs> so, and I've watched quite a few episodes of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Another note I forgot to mention in our first episode, which Jenny spoiled. You you did mention that in the first episode. No, I know, but you spoiled it for our audience who okay. hasn't heard it. <laughs> I love you. Don't worry. You can cut that out if you okay. want to. <laughs> you can cut this right. out too. Um. <laughs> <coughs> <No>. <laughs> There's a slight controversy back in 2012 to 2013. After the anime began airing in 2012, the series became popular within, like, doujin, doujinshi show, circles. Doujin circles. I'd rather just say doujin. I can't say it all. Um, yeah. Especially with... For those of you who don't know what that is, it's uh, amateur manga, often used as uh, fan content. Amateur manga, as in, like, it's not, like, a, with an official publisher or anything? Yeah, it, and if, yeah, like, it, amateur manga. Yeah, like, not oh, officially amateur. published. Okay. Yeah, not immature. Okay. Immature, immature manga is, I don't know. Jenny, put put a joke here. Cool. There we go. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> um, so after the MA, uh, oh, I said that already. It was especially popular with Yaoi doujins. So, but at several events, which Yaoi's, Yaoi's. <laughs> Several events which doujins of the series were to be sold, as well as other locations linked to the series, the author, including a TV station airing the anime, a convenience store chain selling items of the series, and Fujimaki's, who's the manga creator, alma mater, Sophia University. They received threatening letters containing a powder or a liquid substance, just for showing Kirk and Abasuke. And it's still wow. it's still unknown if it's one individual behind all the threatening letters, nor the reason for the threats known. Um, this was because this was back in 2012, and we still don't know. It's 2021 now. We still don't know. Uh, it's well, it's not nine years. Oh my God! It was Jenny made a really bad joke. Jenny made a really bad joke. Jenny made a really bad joke. It's about terrorism. So at multiple Dojinshi events. Including Comic Con, they banned content related to the series, barring co- creators from selling Kroko's basketball-themed doujins at their event. Which it makes sense, cause I mean, it's a fucking powder or a liquid substance. You don't fucking know what that is. That could be poison, oh, and it's threatening. That could be, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the suspect, who was later to be revealed to be a 36-year-old man named Hirofumi Watanabe, was eventually caught and arrested on December 15, 2013. Due to the loss of Kirko's basketball doujins because of the threat, there was a special event that specifically focused on doujins related to the series affectionately named Kurokat. 
organized by the comic Ooh. market preparatory committee held during the comic hit special six otaku summit 2015 on march 29 2015 the event hosted approximately 24 2400 dojin circles mm. so uh that was a fucking interesting fact that i learned and yeah. i did not remember that like at all yeah. when i was first watching it but it makes sense because I don't mm. live in Japan. Yeah, and it makes sense for me to not have heard of that because a I don't live in Japan. B I was not watching this series when it came out, and C the only thing I know about fucking Comic Cat is, uh, it's in a couple episodes of Yuri Yuri. Oh yeah, because it. <laughs> oh, and also an episode of Maid Dragon. Oh, cool. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so, to get into the episode summary. Uh, we're gonna try and wrap this up as much as we can to fit it yes. within our time schedule. Yes, also I have written here, here we go, baby, first time doing the second episode of one series and the noise is on, <laughs> but, uh, that aged poorly. <laughs> anyway, so, it starts with a recap of the first episode, then it's to Takak- yeah, and yeah. also the, and also the narrator at the beginning, and I do not care for the dub narrator. <laughs> Yeah, I do not like his voice in the dub. It's just like in the original, it's kind of like menacing. It's like, oh, these these basketball players are so powerful and so strong and so good at the game. And then meanwhile, in the dub, it's like these basketball players were so good at the game. So He's fun. way too wacky. Yeah, a little bit. I could hear it, but to me, it sounded more like a movie narrator's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it starts the recap. Then it goes to Kagami playing basketball, um, practicing basketball and stuff. Then it gives little flashbacks yes. of the ending scene of the first episode where Kirko and Kagami promise to work together, basically tra- ask each other out, because they're boyfriends. Yeah. Um, Kagami is super excited about the possibility of being the best, and he just loves basketball. You could tell on his face and everything. Then it shows the title card, I Am Serious. So... <clears throat> Kagami goes to Hyuga to ask about playing, but he can't yet because he's still a trial member, not an official member. Yes. Also, I would like to say, Kagami's dub voice is very distinct <gasps> and very good, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, first off, I like the fact that it's distinct because reasonably it would be because he's the only guy who was not in Japan for a majority of his life. Yeah. And... <laughs> I, yeah, um... And he's also just, like, a good voice actor. Yeah, which we'll get into later, but, um... We'll get into him later, but, like, you know, this is a, this is a series about voice acting, not just the voice actors, yes. so, like, we should talk about the voice acting. Yes! I was gonna talk Jenny, about it play later. A, editing Jenny, play a ting. <laughs> Thank you. You're giving yourself more work. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Rico's in ch- in her class playing a basketball game where you help players on your team improve, and she's super happy about that, and she's drinking milk. Then Kagami comes bursting in, resulting in um, startling Rico and spitting milk on his face, and he yeah. asks for a- an official m- member application. And I have several things written here. First off, what's that fucking Monster Rancher what with Basket Boys game Rico's playing? It looks fun. <laughs> Second, Rico's drinking milk out of a box. I want milk. Give me milk. Melee, give me milky. Jesus Christmas, you're doing this again. Melee, give me milky. Melee, give me milky. Milky. Anyway. Anyways. 
Um, and then also Rico spit the milk at Kagami. Adding Jang, put that pic of Kagami covered in milk, but in audio format. Do it. It's funny. He looks like he's covered in basketball. But also give a warning because it's the most ominous fucking thing ever. So if you don't want to hear the Melobites, uh, Kagami basketball milk, uh, then skip forward about 30 seconds. Okay, thank you. Um, you probably might want to censor a certain word. I will with basketball, <laughs> okay. like Sahar did. <laughs> okay, so Rico states that um, she was like, "God, you two, you're all, you're both like impatient." And then Kagami's like, two? and it goes to a flashback, and it's Kirko asking for one, but he's like off to the side, so he's not sprayed in milk. Um, anyway, so. Um, in order for her to actually accept the form, she gives the condition that the the basketball players um, can only meet her on Monday at 8.40 a.m. on the rooftop to in order to accept it. And Kagami's like, okay. And then he walks through the halls, and then he sees a newspaper article stating that Seiren High made it to the tournament as their debut and only their first year of formation. Kagami is impressed, and Kirko shows up, causing Kagami to do the funny joke where he yells... And Kirk, yeah, yeah. Kirk ostriches them because they're outside the library. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, and then Kagami, as he's like super pissed off because reasonably because Kirko was there and he scared him, um, he was he was like wondering how Kirko was a member of the Generation of Miracles and why he didn't follow them in strong schools. As he was about to yeah. ask, Kirko disappears or quote disappears. Yeah. Yeah, and also around this point in time, um, Kagami, like, the, the Kagami's, like, wording is, how can someone who can be considered a phantom player if they're always in the shadows? And I wrote here, Kagami, you need to learn what words mean <laughs> that is exactly someone who would be described as a fucking phantom player, the kind of person who is always in the shadows and not noticed. Yeah. I think that was the funniest fucking shit ever, because, like, bro, <laughs> you just answered yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess he meant more of, hey, if he's so strong, then why didn't he go to a strong school? Yeah. yeah that was kind of more what he but was like, like his going wording. at. But, but still his yeah. wording. I don't... Uh, was that Kag- the English dub Kagami, script, or was that I, the subs? I think the I think the sub line was, like, similar, at okay. least. Um, but yeah, Kagami, I, I'm worried for Kagayu. <laughs> you need to spend more time in the class instead of in the bathroom doing Kagapi and Kagapoo. Jesus. <laughs> Were you saving this joke? Uh, what? You s- Did you just think of that joke? I, I thought of it during the phantom bit, um. Oh, okay. So like that's de- that depends on your definition of just. Okay. Uh, I don't have it written in my notes, but like. I mean, just now. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Let me try and get through the summary as fast as we can, so we get into the voice actors, because we know how long yeah, that takes. Yeah, but I still want to make. Yeah, but I still want to make the funny I jokes. No. Okay. <clears throat> it cuts to Rico's house at night, and her dad is asking if she stayed up again. She's stating that the members need to be able to focus on their goal and really mean it, like actually go and achieve it her dad remarks about how like he her dad was like wasn't a ploy to get get you to be their coach 
Enrico's like, I want them to get me again. Since, um, it's not implied, but, like, um, she seems more fired up if she's coaching serious, like, serious basketball players. Which makes sense. Because, like, if you, yeah. if you coach someone that half-asses something, that's not, that's not cool. Like, that's not fun. That's not challenging. And, like, if they're just gonna quit later, then that's, that's fucking stupid. What, why waste your time, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her dad mentions that she's reckless and that she needs to rest as it's bad for her skin. Rico says that she, once she's finished, she'll, with, with the second year's programs, um, and her dad's like, geez, you're being reckless. Please just get some rest or whatever and then leaves. <laughs> Any comments about that? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, then like uh it's the next day and um the the I forget what it's called, the thing where they have all the students line up in the morning. The morning assembly. Uh, morning assembly, <laughs> yeah. Um and uh like when Kuroko and Kagami like get up there, I think Kuroko asks if this is a duel <laughs> and I just wrote here, Kuroko asked if this is a duel. That's right, it is. This is actually a Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Jenny, play the Yu-Gi-Oh! clip. Schmaden schmooky. Anyways, no, back to Kuroko. Ba- back to basketball. <laughs> this this new Yu-Gi-Oh! archetype. It's called basketball. Stop. Anyway. <clears throat> so, um, like Jenny said, the school assembly is like, uh, the school assembly is about to start. But, um, basically... We learned that the basketball club has been, or at least the first years, have been called up to the top of the school building as it, the assembly starts in five minutes. But they're meeting, um, yeah, they're meeting at the rooftop for some reason. Kagami takes out his form, but Rico says that in order for her to take it, uh, they have to be able to take basketball series or uh, seriously, or else they'll have to find another club that they have to join. In the English dub... They say that it's another basketball club to join, but to my knowledge, I think they're the only basketball club at that school, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so what Rico was testing was not their strength physically, because Kagami was like, what? I do take basketball seriously. But she knew what she what he meant, but it was more about like the strength of like their resolve and why um, they want to play basketball. They have to, like, take it seriously and stuff. So she's making them state their name, class, year, and their ambitious goals. Which was what we were doing in our opening bit. I don't know if y'all know, but usually our jokes have something to do with the episode. So, Hence how we said Beyblade in the Beyblade one. Beyblade, Beyblade, blah, blah, blah. Beyblade, Beyblade, put it in my bottle. Do it. No. It'll be funny. Love. (laughs) No. It'll be funny. No. Anyway. Please. No. Stop. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. If they fail to do so, then if they fail to, uh, uh, if they fail to, um. Like, say the thing that they want. Yeah. If, well, not fail to say the thing that they want. If they fail to achieve it, then they're going to come yeah. back up there, strip naked, and confess her, their feelings for the person that they love. And my joke for this was, hmm, like Reborn? Oh, wow. <laughs> reborn. The, what? Oh, my God. Me, reborn got reborn into this episode. Whoa! Anyway. <laughs> the episode we done Reborn. Anyway, um, so, 
so a bit off topic, but and kind of my only like side note for the thing, maybe I don't know. Um, I love how the three first years were like, oh no, and then Kagami and Kirko had completely normal faces. They literally gave away through their faces. We're gay, and we're only interested in men. Because the original sub said girl. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I wrote here... (laughs) I wrote here um, on my notes. I I was very tired when I wrote these notes, I remember, (laughs) and so I wrote... Why these kids join basketball if they want to not look dumb? Put your hab and dab and bow, all stupid basket. With a plus sign after that. I ended up hitting the plus sign accidentally somehow. I love how you preserve your tired ramblings. Haven't you watched Kirk in a Basket for the episodes whenever you're fucking tired? Yes. Oh my god, that makes it better. Alright. <laughs> so, Rico said the second year is did the last year, and... She wants something concrete and reasonably ambitious. Nothing like play my first game or do my best because it's like those are vague and you can't, well, um. You can't really measure doing yeah, your best. Yeah, you can't measure doing your best and, well. Uh, Except she does that with Kagami in a later episode anyways. Um, um, that's different because like do your best, it's like do your best in what? That, yeah. I think it was more of that logic versus uh, doing like your potential and stuff, but. Um, anyway, so Kagami goes first. He's like, this isn't even a freaking test. And he jumps onto the fucking railing. And I said, Jesus Christ, this man has no chill. Um, and then he states his goal of beating the Generation of Miracles and becoming the best basketball player in Japan. Hyuga and the other second years were in awe because Rika was making them do this, making the first years do this again. And then Rico urges the other uh, first years to speak up. And one of them asks if he can state his reason for joining is to get a girlfriend. She says no. The first year with the shaved head goes. And we learn his name is Koichi Kahara. He goes on a long tangent about his life story. And then Rico cuts him off and asks for the next person to go up. Also, I I have a note here that says Kahara is giving a Metal Gear Solid dialogue-ass speech. He's going to ask me if love can bloom on on a battlefield next. (laughs) <laughs> Kirko, can you do you think love can bloom on a battlefield? When some, when, uh, when no one can see Kuroko, it's just like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> Basically, um. All right. So, uh, when Rico asks the next person to go up, the guy says he still wants a girlfriend, and she still denies him. Hiroshi Fukuda is up next, and his reason for joining was that he was asked for assistance and wants to help out. Then it cuts to Izuki, and he's in awe that Fukuda took his joke seriously. And Ko- Kogane was like, he's really gotta understand the difference between a real joke and reality. Yeah, yeah, and that was a, 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 a pun in Japanese. Was it? Um, I, it probably was. I don't know. Because it, because it just sounds like a normal thing in English. <laughs> Iz- Izuki is like the master of Wordplay puns. Wordplay man. Anyway, yeah. he's Captain Wordplay. <laughs> so, next up is Koki Furuhara Hata. Furuhata. Stupid fucking tongue. Um, he finally states wanting a girlfriend in a different way. He says the girl that he likes will go out with him if he becomes the best at something. Then it cuts to Hugo saying that this actually helped them focus on their goals last year, and that it could become a tradition for new first years. 
And Furry Hata said that if it wasn't good enough, he's fine not joining the team. Rico was finally satisfied and asked who's next. Kirk was the last one and asked if it's okay if he spoke through a megaphone as he's not good at speaking loudly. Rico allows it, but she's super confused as to where he got it. Just before he could state his goals, a teacher comes and scolds all of them for this. Then it cuts to uh, commercials in the original Japanese area. Commercials. 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 Like commercial for burger restaurant. Wow. And then we actually cut back to a burger restaurant. Burger restaurant. I didn't say in the first episode, I believe. The burger restaurant is called Maji Burger. So. Mm, Burger. (laughs) And so Kagami is buying a bunch of burgers from Maji Burger. He sits at the same table as Kuriko again, remarking about how dumb it was for a teacher to scold them over, quote, a little shouting. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to say, um, uh, when Kagami bites into a burger, uh, the burger squeaks, and that makes me not happy about the burgers from this fictional restaurant, <laughs> uh, and also about Kagami's teeth. I don't... Um, I think it's just more as a funny, like... I know, but still... <laughs> Uh, like honestly my point remains <laughs> it kind of looks decent the food actually the food in this the fucking, food does okay. look the um little tangent the food in the series does look fantastic yeah it looks super fucking good in a later episode i don't know if i'm gonna cover it hopefully i do because yeah. it's one of the fucking most well-quoted episodes of kirk and a basket and it's fucking hilarious but anyway basketball don't um, spoil the things before I decide to cover them. I'll replace that with basketball okay, again. Okay, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So Kirko replied that he didn't even start and that he was scolded too, scolded too. The funny joke happens where he's like, oh my god. And then Kogby remarks about finding another place to hang out. Then Kirko's like, how am I going to be able to join the team if I can't state my goals? Uh, yeah, also I, I wrote here, this is deadass the same animation as the first ap- episode. And then because I was tired and hungry when I was writing this, I want a Jack in the Box shake. Maybe in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought oh my God. halfway through writing that note. My love. Okay. Uh, yes. Fun fact with this. Um... I did watch it again. I did watch the first and second thing again, like back to back. It's not the exact same. They just added lip movements. You know, <laughs> like I could, I yeah. can see that they recycled the animation, but they actually changed it by making the mo- lips move. So, mm. okay. So Kagami said that it wouldn't happen. That he would probably be able to join join the team. And then he goes into asking Kirk why he didn't go into like a prestigious school like the other generation of miracles, and asked about like his reason to play basketball. Then Kirk stated that his middle school had one core principle: winning is everything, and that in order to do so, they need to push the individual talents of the generation of miracles <laughs> instead of teamwork in order to win. Mm. Uh, so I've got two things to say here. One, uh, one of the notes that I've written here is, fellas, is it gay to tell your boyfriend about your trauma from a past friend group that made you enjoy your favorite hobby less? And, uh, the second thing I have to say is, uh, fuck and a person from, uh, a person who's going to be important in the next episode where he records says hi. I asked her if she wanted to, s- <laughs> to, to tell me to say something during this Wait, episode. Wait, who the fuck? What? person who is important in next episode of the podcast are you fucking serious are you fucking talking with her right now as we're re-recording our (laughs) fucking episode yes are you fucking serious 
Oh my you asked fucking me to cut god. down on my jokes so we could speed through this. Yes, okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> oh god, this is a train wreck of an episode already. <laughs> yes. I think this this because ep- uh last time we recorded this, this was in an hour and thirty. I think we might be able I think we might hit that again. I don't at this point I'm, I I kinda don't care because yeah, like, I don't right. know about that honestly. Like we we're only at thirty and that's including the seven like, minutes in order amount of time we uh started with. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. Um, back to the episode yeah. summary. So he uh Kirko admitted that they were strong and they did win, but they weren't really like a team. The other five were super into it because like, oh cool, we're gonna be strong, we're gonna win, whatever. But Kirko's like, this doesn't feel right. And Kagami's like, hey, do you want to beat them with your own basketball? And then Kirko's like, yeah, I want to do that. And also, the words that you and the coach uh, said struck him, struck me. So my biggest reason to play now is, uh, in the sub, he it says, to try and make Kagami and their team the best in Japan. In the, in the dub, they said, I want to make you and the rest of our team the best in japan then then mm. kagami yeah. i like the i like the second one better it sounds gayer <laughs> yeah so then kagami says to not try or not or not it's not i want that they will be the best in japan so mm. um kirko smiles and the next day there's a huge commotion as everyone's gathered by the windows kagami goes to check it out and smiles written on the ground in chalk it says we will be the best in japan but since we can't read actual Japanese, we had to read, like, the subtitles of it, you know? Yeah. And also, first off, I have written here, Wow, Kuroko can write. He's literate. That's one thing he has above the the funny boarhead man from Demon Slayer. <laughs> no Yaiba. By the way, that's on Netflix now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, they put it on so... Netflix, like, uh, a couple days ago. Actually, it might have been just this morning. Oh, shit. Wild. We're Anyways. recording this um, on the Sunday this was supposed to come out, so... S- Sunday, sorry, yeah. Saturday. Um... Saturday. So, uh, of course, Kirko's literate. He reads books. Kagami's illiterate. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so it cuts to Rico sitting at her desk, and she remarks about how it's interesting enough to work, at least in the uh, Japanese ver- like the like sub version. But in the dub version, she says it's bold enough. I'll let it slide, or something like that. Uh, she says, well, it was bold, so I guess that. it counts. And then I wrote in my notes, in bold text, does this count, Rico? <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts back to Kogmi, and he looks over at Kuriko, because they're in the same class, sitting at his desk, reading a book. And it goes to a close-up of Kuriko's face, and he starts rubbing his nose, and it's revealed on his sleeve that he's the one that wrote the chalk message. So, mm. you feel like that's that's um, that's a good way to wrap up an episode, right? No. Unfortunately, that's not the end of the episode. <laughs> so, you think I put the you think the episode ends there? Nope. We cut to the basketball club's locker room, and Kogane finds a basketball monthly magazine from when uh, Kirko was at Taiko. They flip through the pages, seeing articles for each individual player, but Kirko doesn't get an interview. They ask Kirko about this, and he says that they did want to interview him. But they forgot about him. Then Izuki, Hyuga, and Kogane remark about how sad it was. Kirko then states that he's super different from the other five. Anyway, and that they were actual real prodigies. While he, his playing style is a bit different. Fukuda mm. comes in saying that Rico's back and got them a practice game. Hyuga asks who they're playing. And Fukuda remarks that he didn't know. 
but that uh, she was skipping when uh, she announced it. Hugo is then sh- shocked that she was skipping, and then it cuts to her obviously skipping. Then Hugo warns that if mm. she's that happy, then that means their next opponent's going to be tough. Oh, well, also, for two things here. First off, the way that they say Kuroko in this dub is inconsistent. Yeah. Sometimes they say Kuroko, and sometimes they say Kuroko. Kuroko. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And I don't like that. Second, Rico's skipping animation is weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to really say much on that because, like, I don't know anything about animation. Animation be hard, so that's probably a very yeah. complex animation to do. Um, and then with the English dub, yeah, it's super inconsistent of how they say it. And it's along with, like, other things. Like, I'm not going to say anything about the voice direction or whatever, but just, like... Yeah, I think... I think the dub overall is pretty good. Yeah, the good. dub is very and they, good. Like, yeah, the dub is overall is very good. Like, one of the better anime dubs from the past few years. But still. Yeah. It's just, if we had to nitpick. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it cuts to the entrance of Seirin. And a guy with a different uniform uh, than the school says, This is Seirin, huh? It's as I thought it would be. New and pristine. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So, it cuts to a bunch of girls remarking about how he's tall and hot. Then they recognize him as the model, quote, quote. It cuts to the gym where the second and the first years are playing a game against each other, and Kagami does a really cool move. It then cuts to the guy from earlier having watched them and smiling. Um, Kokonade and, um, well, basically the whole team is complimenting Kagami and be like, he might be able to defeat the Generation of Miracles. Um, and Kirko's like super shocked, and he remembers what he said to Kagami the other night. And then he's like, that's what I said, but... Mm-hmm. Then he looks at Kagami, and I'm like, boyfriends. <laughs> Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Then Rico gathers the Seirin team up and tells them that they have a practice match with Kaijo High School. And since they're a tough opponent, they won't disappoint them. Hugo explains that they're a nationally strong team every year, and they uh, play at the uh, Inter High every year, which is one of the two big uh, basketball tournaments. And we're current... Um, in our personal watching of it, we are currently at uh, Seirin's, uh, what is it, prelim fil- finals? Was it the prelim finals? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Oh, my dog's being weird. Um, hang on. Well, not oh, hang on, okay. but just like. Uh, I'll entertain everyone while no, you're gone. I'm not going to leave so... yet. <laughs> you're not going to leave me alone with the audience? No. I don't trust <laughs> you to be alone with the audience. Oh, but you trust me to uh, to edit the episode. Well, it's, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be add busy. A, I'm gonna You're add a bit of me alone with the audience. <laughs> I'm gonna add an episode of me alone with the audience. I decided to not do this as it would likely not be very funny and would just detract from the, any momentum that the episode had. Forgive me. I'm editing this. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> Rico remarks that Kaijo was able to get one of the Generation of Miracles, Kisei Ryota. Some of the team is shocked about how strong they'll be. Then Kagami smiles at the thought of getting to play a Generation of Miracles member so soon. Hugo says that Kisei also works as a model, and Kogune remarks about how brutal it was for Kisei to be both good at basketball and good-looking. Riko then calls him an idiot, and they hear the excited cry of girls up to the side, lining up to get the guy's autograph. Yeah. Mm. So Riko's shocked at all these people in the gym, saying that, hey, isn't this our practice space? And the guy from earlier apologizes, and everyone recognizes him. Riko's then like, what is Kisei Ryota doing in our gym? And Kisei looks up and he sees Kirko. And Kirko greets him and uh, 
they greet each other. And Kisei asks the girls to wait five minutes. He finishes up, and Hyuga asks what he's doing there. Kisei says that he heard Kurokochi was going to Seirin, and he wanted to come by and say hi. Why Kurokochi? Uh, this is one of the great characteristics of um, Kurko no Basket, some of the Kurko no Basket characters. So, uh, Kisei tends to call people. I'm going to just say this now because like, I don't think we're going to get into the episode where they actually explain it, but... uh. So, in the in the episode where they explain it, it's we learn that he puts chi at the end of names of people that he respects. So he respects Kuriko. Mm. Yeah. And so, uh, Kisei remarks that he and Kuriko were the best of friends back in middle school. And Kuriko remarks that they weren't. And Kisei starts crying and saying that Kuriko's mean. Furihata opens up the old volume of Basketball Monthly, Monthly, and reads an article on Kisei. So it says, even though he's only started basketball in his second year of middle school, his exceptional physical ability and sense got him to be a regular of Taiko's basketball club right away. He's got less experience than the others, but he's a rapidly <laughs> improving all-rounder. So yeah, uh, so yeah, so they 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 decide to they they're gonna play basketball together. Not yet. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, so sorry, nothing. <laughs> okay, nothing. <laughs> so. Uh, Hugo's shocked because Kisei started basketball in his second year of middle school. That was not that long ago. Like, literally two years ago. And Kisei is like, oh, they exaggerated the article a bit. He says that compared to the rest of the Generation of Miracles, he's the worst of the bunch. He claims that the Ger- Generation of Miracles members teased him and Kirk about it all the time. And Kuroko's like, I wasn't teased like that. And Kisei's like, what, it was just me?! And then he suddenly senses something, and he catches a spinning basketball just before it hits his face. We see that it's Kagami that threw the basketball, and he challenges Kisei to a one-on-one. He's like, "Why don't?" He's like, "Why don't you show me your skills, pretty boy?" And stuff like that. It's really cool. Well, Kisei agrees. Well, yeah, Kisei agrees, and Rika's super ticked off at Kagami being reckless. But Kuroko remarks that it might not end well. So they play a one-on-one game, what? and Kisi does the exact same move as Kagami earlier. So that now they start. Now they now they play. Yeah, and I wrote here. Wow, they're gonna play basketball. I wonder who the ball's gonna be. Surprise, Kuroko's basketball. <laughs> he turned himself into a basketball. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Stop. Anyways, no. you're you're welcome. No. <laughs> um. So, uh, Kargo's narration kicks in. After uh, Kisei, uh, oh wait, did I say it? I don't think I said it. Uh, but um, not sure. Basically, they play the one-on-one game, and Kisei does the exact same move as Kagami did earlier. Kuroko's narration kicks in, and he states that Kisei learns moves the instant he sees them and makes them his own. Riko states that it's not simple imitation, and in the dub, I like how they how she says it. She says it's not simple imitation; it's full-on integration, and I'm like. God, that's that's satisfying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Kagami's super pissed that he picked up his move. He ch- jumps up and almost blocks the shot from going in, but Kisei's more powerful and he lands a Duncan. Kagami's like, "What the heck? He was able. He copied me, and he's stronger too." And then he falls on his ass. Kohara says to Kuroko that his friend mm-hmm. is good, and Kuroko's like, "I don't know that person," <laughs> but like. <laughs> It, it could just be, like, a jab at Kisei, but it could also be interpreted as, oh, shit, 
like a different thing. You know what I mean? As as he's so different. Yeah. To what I remember. Which is basically what he said. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. There could be either he's so different to the person I remember, or oh, who's that asshole? I I've I think it might have been before. both. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, with Kuroko's delivery yeah. is most likely both. The way that Kuroko delivers so every good. single line. Um, Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, so he yeah. he also says that he may have underestimated him until just now, since it's only been a few months since he's seen the Generation of Miracles, but they've improved a lot more quickly than he anticipated. So Kisei was super disappointed in that performance, and so he's like, I can't just leave now after that. Okay, Kurokochi, come play for me. And, um, so we, so we can play basketball together again. Um, he really respect, he says that he really respects Kuroko and that he's thinking he's wasting his talent by staying at Seiren. And while Kuroko's like, oh, I'm honored that you're asking, but sorry, I'm gonna decline for that. And even in the beginning of, like, when I first watched this, I remembered, wait, isn't the process of changing schools, like, difficult? Like, <laughs> that sounds cool in the moment, but if you actually think about it, you have to change where you're going to school. So, it doesn't make sense logically. It sounds cool, but, like, if you think about the actual logistics of it, no. Of So, of course, Kurgo's gonna decline for very good reasons. And then Kisa's like, Kisa's like, what the heck? This isn't like you. Why didn't you go to a stronger school? So, like, didn't you want to win? It wasn't winning everything. And Kuroko's like, my thinking's changed since then. And I promised Kagmi that uh, I would, we would both beat you and the rest of the Generation of Miracles. And Kisa's like, you're, this, it's really not like you to joke around like that. Then Kagami laughs, and he's super excited about going against strong opponents. Maybe he's much stronger than him, um, him and Kisei. And he remarks that Kirko stole on his lines, and Kirko's like, I've never been one with a sense of humor. I didn't, I never, I still don't have one. And I am serious. Like the fucking title card. Wow! Oh! <laughs> so, smirks, and it's a tense standoff between the three of them as the credits roll. So, um, do you have any remarks about the yeah. end of the episode before I go into the always changing scene and the end card? Basketball. <laughs> um... Okay, so yeah, uh, do you, you want to yes. talk about the always changing scene so, in the card? The always yeah. changing scene in the credits, is, uh, this episode, is a triad consisting of Kirko in the middle in his basketball uniform, Kagami on the right, exuding fiery energy and looking down while also wearing his basketball uniform, and Kisei is on the right, exuding like maybe light energy, but it's like dyed like a bright yellow, and he's looking to his left, mm. which is our right, wearing his like regular school uniform. He- it's because he peed himself. No. Stop. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> the end card for this episode is Hugo and Rico in casual outfits, and Rico's hugging Hugo's neck gently while Hugo's holding like a, either a clipboard or a book. So, that is our um, big summary. Now we'll get into the dub. So. Dub. Well, first off, there's actually a few Japanese voice actors that either starred in this episode or were in, were in the first episode, but I didn't get to talk about either because uh, there's very little on them or because yeah. of other reasons. So, um, yeah. So, first off, Kisei's Japanese voice actor is Ryohei Kimura. 
He is Joshua from The World Ends With You, proto mm-hmm. Uh Akira from Eden of the East. Eden of the East is a yeah. very good series. You should watch it. Uh, Jadar from Magi. Magi is a very good series. You should watch it if you like shonen stuff. Um, it's like it, it's a shonen series based off of like yeah. Middle Eastern myths. Um, Wonder Red from Wonderful okay. 101. Uh, Hyde from Undernight Inbirth. I'd known fucking nothing about Undernight Inbirth, but he seems to be like the mascot character. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Lord Enma from Yokai Watch. I have him in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Lord no, Enma the, from the Yokai character. Watch. Oh, oh, Ryo. Kisei. Oh, Kisei. Yeah. Also, I'm surprised you started yeah. with the Japanese yeah. first. Yeah. Well, like, I wanted to get through this yeah, kind of quick ish. Um, uh, and he's also Kaito from Danganronpa. You don't know Kaito yet. He's. Uh, imagine Yasuhiro from Danganronpa 1, but he really likes <laughs> space. I thought that Yasuhiro um, already likes and, space. But, like, more. Like,. Like, he's less about occult stuff and more about, I want to go to space. It's so cool <laughs> up there. Um, and Bumblebee in a lot of Ooh. Transformers stuff. Dubbing it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, dubbing uh, Bumblebee in a lot yeah. of Transformers media for Japanese audiences. Um, Kawahara's Japanese voice actor is Yasuhiro Yoshimoto who has provided additional voices for various things like Final Fantasy XIII and Sword of the Stranger. For Ihata's Japanese voice actor is Naoki Mizutani, who provided additional voices for Guilty Crown and Sasami Sonic yeah, Gun Barnai. because the last time we looked him up, we thought we didn't see... Yeah. There was nothing. <laughs> like, now we know, oh, he did additional voices for these things. Like, it's yeah. not nothing, but, like, you know... <laughs> Is kind of nothing, yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's not nothing. Kind of nothing, at least um, in our f- in funny aspect. But um, at least yeah. he didn't. At least it's not like this is the only voice acting role he's done. Yeah. Um, Fukuda's Japanese voice actor is Tetsuo Sasaki, who voiced Brat B in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't remember who that character was. Apparently, they were in mm-hmm. episode six of the series, and also Kenkichi Aoyama in Golden Kamui. Rico's dad's Japanese voice actor has quite a bit under right. his under his belt. He is Shinichiro Miki. His name is Shinichiro Miki. And he is oh James boy. from Pokemon. Uh, Haiji Toa from Danganronpa, who's a fucking asshole and a creep. Um, Aladdin in the Japanese version of Aladdin. <laughs> Kuroko, he basketball. He is a bottom. <laughs> he um, is. Yeah, Pedro from One Piece. He could be a power bottom, maybe, but at the very Kirko? least, he's he's not a top. Yeah, I could see him being a power bottom, but he's not oh, a top. Oh, he certainly is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Akira Yuki from Virtua Fighter. Urahara from Bleach. Roy Mustang from Full Metal oh, Alchemist. Boy. Gyro from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, the stuff uh, where Gy- Gyro shows up that isn't the anime because part seven has not been adapted to the anime yet, but I want part seven to get an anime so bad because <laughs> it's so good. Um, Sir Nighteye from My Hero Academia and the teacher from Kill la Kill. I forget his name, the newest guy. It's cool. <clears throat> and the narrator is also Shinichiro Miki. Oh, yay! You actually looked him up? Yeah. 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 He shows a, vo- a Japanese voice actor with Rico's dad. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! They act- Okay, that's cool! That's good, actually. Yeah, it I is. feel very happy mm-hmm. because, like, I feel bad because I I hear the narrator and I'm like, hmm, does he ever get any other roles? <laughs> yeah, it turns out he yeah, did. Yeah, that's good. Um, now the English dub voice actors. Woo! This is a big one. 
Yeah. You wanted to look. Okay, so when we recorded this, um, she wanted to uh, tell me about the roles that they did because usually I would look them up. Yes. <laughs> um, so, the English voice actors. Kuroko's English voice actor is Koi Dao. Yes. Uh, he is Milo in the game After Party, which I've heard is pretty uh-huh. good. The Cancer Cell and Cells at Work. Uh-huh. And Chaka from Part 3 of JoJo, who was the first wielder of the Sand Anubis. Oh, wow. Um, apparently, he also did a lot of script writing and voice direction for the dub under a lot of crunch. Oof. So fucking big respect, hey, dude. big respect. Like, good job Thank on you, this. Thank you, yeah. The dub yeah, was like, fucking yeah, good. The, I didn't get to say yeah, my, the, my things on the dub. Um, basically, I think it's a yeah. really good dub. Um, I saw all of it. I loved all the voices in it. There's one that I'm like... Oh, this is a weird direction to take this, but I'm I'm down with it. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say who it is for our audience. Mm-hmm. Jenny knows who it is, though, because we wa- yes, we literally watched the episode we'll that the he episode. was in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the reason why I found that out is because I saw it while I was doing research on Kagami's English Ooh. voice actor, Zeno Robinson. And because he, he put it on his Twitter, he was like, hey, can we all just, like, really respect Koi Dao for uh, fucking, like, picking up all the slack on the dub? <laughs> and, like, all the, like, translation work on the dub. So, yeah. Um, uh, Zeno Robinson, Kagami's English voice actor has played Squares in Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. I don't own Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 yet. Mm-hmm. Go from Pokemon Journeys, that's the new Galar series, and Go is the character that uh, a lot of... that That's like uh, Ash's new uh, companion character. The funny word... The great big word that's like basically secondary main character. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, also... Uh, that people are thinking might end up becoming the new main character of Pokemon yeah. now that Ash has won a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, he also voices Hawks from My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remy in Big City Greens, who seems to be like a favorite of his based on how his uh, Twitter banner is him like sitting with Remy from Big City Greens. Yeah. Uh, Super Alloy Blackluster, uh, Super Alloy Blackluster from One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. And Carter and Poncho from Craig of the Creek. Neat. And also, yeah, and also he's a black voice actor. And yes. that's, that's, it's, it's good to see those, it's, just like, especially yeah. in anime dubbing. It, uh, something I've noticed is the two main characters are people of color, which yeah. fucking slap. I love that. Like, you don't, that, you don't that's see. That's pretty champ. <laughs> Stop. Um, so okay. you, you don't see many people of color in, like, um, anime voicing roles. Like, the one thing I think of usually is Funimation. Because it's like, well, obviously, first of all, they reuse the same couple of voice actors, but they tend to be mostly white. Yeah. So, so seeing two, like, two characters who are very important to the series and are technically the official main characters uh, be people of color is awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next voice actor is Rico's English voice actress, Abby Trot. Abby Trot. Uh, she played Tai Takemi from Persona 5, who was the Dami Mami Milky uh, nurse character. Okay. Um, Nezuko from Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh-huh. on Netflix now. Um, Annette from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avril Mead from Ace Combat 7, who's a girl who works at a weird prison camp that the main character sent to in the game's second act and fixes up their plane for mm-hmm. him. Um, 
Ivy from the recent Carmen Sandiego series. I have not watched the series yet, but I actually have interacted with a few of the animators and had pleasant experiences overall. Oh, so that's wow. why I that's why I mentioned this. Neat. Um, Machi from Hunter Hunter, Pod One Five Three from Near Automata, which was Nine S's pod. You're yeah, you're going to like this next what? one. In Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice, she voiced Maya. Oh yeah. Oh, God, I love Maya very much. I love Ace Attorney. We all love Maya. We all um, love Maya. If you, okay, if you haven't watched, I mean, if you haven't... Played. Played, yeah. If you haven't played Ace Attorney, play it on a legitimate DS system. Yes. Uh, wink. Uh, wink, wink, wink. Um, And she also uh, sang the English version of Life Light from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, that blew my mind. It still blows my mind. God, she—I didn't know she yeah. was musically trained. Like, yeah, yeah. That—that's fucking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Because, like, okay. The reason why I'm surprised about this is because usually in America, music and acting is technically two different separate fields. But in Japan, you tip most some voice actors. Well, I'm not sure some. I think most of them are also musically trained. That's why they give out, like, mm. character CDs and things like that. Yeah. But for America, I think it's fucking... I think it's rare to find a voice actor, a voice actor especially, who is um, trained in both voice acting, acting in general, and music. So Yeah, in fact, uh, my, minor spoiler for the next episode we're going to do, but the <laughs> series we're going to cover in the next episode... Uh, has like a voice actor for the uh like main characters. It has voice actors for the main characters, but every main character also has a singing voice actor because the voice actors aren't like excellent at uh singing in their roles. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. So Kisei's English voice actor is Eric Kimuru. Kimuru. There are at least three too many errs there, but Eric Kimmerer. Uh, he is Speed of Sound Sonic from One Punch Man, mm-hmm. uh, who's the ninja guy. Um, mm-hmm. Barry and Grant in Pokemon Masters, Barry's the Gen 4 rival, and Grant is the Gen 6 uh, rock-type gym leader. Yeah. Uh, Blue in Pokemon Generations, Blue is... Uh, Gary, but from the video games, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's the he's he's Gary, but only but slightly less of a jerk. He's like a he's like the way that I mean to Paul. <laughs> I'm censoring that name for the next episode. Um, <laughs> Censor it with basketball. Yeah, he's mean the same way I mean to basketball. <laughs> um, he played Gauther in Seven Deadly Sins. Uh and. Haruki Arita from Excel World, who there's Excel World is like a mecha anime, and there's like two main characters, and they're both boys, and one of them is Chumbi, and he <laughs> plays that character. Chumbi. Uh, he is Seko from Part Five of JoJo, who is a character most well known for getting the shit beat out of him by Jorno for like two whole pages. Um, Seko's and he a also played. Yeah. Yeah, well, listen, the names in JoJo Part 5 are all shit like that. There's a character oh. named Narancia, which means orange. Look, I know, but Seko funny. Yeah, there's a character whose name is Ros- whose name is Rosato <laughs> in Seko's Part 5 so of JoJo. Funny. 
Yeah, it is funny. Um, uh, and he also played Alibaba and Magi. Wow, more another not another Magi, another Magi voice actor. Um, that might be a sign that we will have to watch Magi soon. Eventually, maybe. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down. I'd be pretty down with that because pre- I like Magi. Down, it's a good. I'd be pretty down with that too because, like, I have not watched it, and I'm. I have interested. watched. I have watched it, and it's a good series. Um, okay, Hyuga's English voice actor is Alan Lee who is the voice actor for Teranosuke Miyamoto from Part 4 Jojo, if you forget who that is. He's the man with the paper ability, and he's the guy that did the funny meme where he pointed the gun outside of the paper. Um, (laughs) He also is Gladion in Pokemon Masters, and he is Makoto Edamura in Great Pretender! Gotta love that Great Pretender. You love Great Pretender, I love Great Pretender. It's the Best anime of last year. Hey, if you um, want, if you want, we could cover it, it soon. Eh, there's not like that much interesting that we won't like end up covering in other episodes of this podcast. Um, like, and you've already watched the first episode. Uh, well, you already also watched the first episode of this, but we had yeah, a lot to talk but about. But anyways, um, yeah, like the most interesting uh role in Great Pretender is one that we'll probably end up covering at some point, anyways. Okay. Um. Uh, so, <clears throat> Furihata's English voice actor is David Arrigo Jr. He's the voice actor for Taylor from Ace Combat 7. If you forget who Taylor is, don't worry, I do too. <laughs> um, Halil from Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5, who is a character that shows up in a few episodes, and he shows up for a tournament, and, uh, he's, like, from another country, and, uh, he's a very pleasant character for the few episodes that he's around, before he gets turned into a card by... Uh, fascists from the fusion dimension. <laughs> That's the plot of York 5! Boom. Yep. And he's also Ferb in the new Phineas and Ferb movie. God. I... Because, like, I think they... Because, uh, like, I think the original voice actor for Ferb got, like, too... Uh, oh. His voice got too deep for the role. Yeah. And so they had to find someone new. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways. Um... Kawahara's English voice actor is Lucian Dodge. He's a voice actor for Yukio from Bleach, mm-hmm. Waver Velvet, a.k.a. Lord Elmila II from the Fate series, uh, Felix from Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, Toshikazu Hazamata from Jojo Part 4. I forget who Toshikazu Hazamata is. Let me look him up. Toshikazu Hazamata. Oh, he's <laughs> Mr. Gaslighting. Uh <laughs> Or no, wait. He's not Mister Gaslighting. He's 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 the guy that punched Wood, and then hey. the Wood dummy that he made insulted him. <laughs> hey, uh, you yeah. gaslight like you know how redacted gaslights you. Gaslight, yeah, like how redacted gaslights me and tells us that there is no tape on her friend's ceiling. <laughs> we will reveal. Um, Will we reveal the name of our mysterious person in this episode later? Uh, let's uh, reveal them, like, let's do a funny bit with them in the intro for next episode. I, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, so. Uh, anyway. Alrighty. Oh, he's, so. Yeah, oh, he's also uh, Hifumi from Danganronpa and Jafar and Magi and Lee Dian in Dynasty Warriors 8. Cool. Fukuda's English voice actor is Dave Wallace. 
I can only find one other credited role for him in a non-live-action dubbing thing. There's apparently some kid named George in the English dub of Doraemon, <laughs> and he did some dubbing for the English movie of uh, English version of a movie called The Naked Director, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's also done promo stuff for Nickelodeon. That's wild. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Kogane's English voice actor is Tom Bauer. He's Phaeton in Hunter Hunter, uh, Agent Shu in Dragon Ball Super, and Brock in Pokemon Masters. Izuki's English voice actor is Brandon Winkler. He's Yujiro from Sword Art Online, who's the character in the most recent season that they uh, introduced. Everyone was like, not everything focuses around Kirito anymore. Our prayers are answered. Well, Um, maybe Sword Art Online will get good. Actually, apparently he was good in that season. Um, Wow. That's what we've heard from like a lot of people who hated it for a long time. Um, he's also read in Pokemon Masters, Georg in Ace Combat 7, Georg, uh, Georg, uh, Luis Shigurasagi in Beyblade Burst, and Beta in Pokemon Twilight Wings, which is that new series of little animated shorts that they're doing with characters from the new game. Oh, neat. Yeah. Rico's dad's English voice actor is Keith Silverstein. Yeah. Yeah. He is Kimimaro from Naruto. Uh, Johan Liebert from Monster, Vector the Crocodile from the Sonic the Hedgehog series, yes. <laughs> N from Doro Hidoro, <laughs> Coyote Stark from Bleach, many Skyrim characters, including Nazim. Okay. You know, you know Nazim? No. Do you get to the Cloud District very often? Oh, who am I kidding? Of course you don't. Um, <laughs> Flynn from Shin Megami Tensei 4. Mondo from Danganronpa. Mondo! Mondo! Butterman. Uh, Zen in Persona Q. <laughs> I was going to say something, then I realized, oh, no one's going to get that if they had, you know, haven't played it, so. Yeah. Um, Char Aznable from Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. Robert E.O. Speedwagon from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Tor Bjorn from Overwatch. <laughs> Bjorn. Uh... <laughs> Guild to Zoro from One Piece Film Gold, which is, uh, like, the second movie I think mm-hmm. they did, or, I forget if it's the second or third movie that they did, which with was, Oda. uh, yeah, which was, like, being worked on with help from Oda. Um, he's also Deep Sea King from One Punch Man, Shido from Persona 5, Hisoka and Hunter Hunter, and Kukun from Devil Man Crybaby. If you forget who Kukun is, he's the guy that wanted to date that girl, and then he went on a date with her, and then he died, and then she <laughs> became a devil man. Um, Crybaby. <laughs> wow. Uh, Suchida's English voice actor is Landon McDonald. By the way, Suchida is the other guy um, with, like, he's lo- regular looking. Yeah. Uh, he's Flint in Pokemon Masters. I forget who Flint is, but I'm not looking that up now. <laughs> um, Donatello, like Ninja Turtles Donatello Flint. in Smite. Uh, Gidong Na from The God of High School. And Harumi Hijikawa from Beyblade Burst. Beyblade? Two Beyblade Burst characters. Wow. Um, we should watch Me to- Uh, no, I don't want to watch Beyblade Burst. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It, it, it looks like the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s of Beyblade. <laughs> okay. Um, but isn't that on Netflix? What's yes, it is. Okay. Um, I'll watch to spite you. Okay. <laughs> you can you can set to be one of your episodes. By the yes. way, we've got a list of episodes we're planning on doing now. <laughs> um, Mitobe's English voice actor is Philip Reich. He's Giorno Giovanna from Part 5 of JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yuya Fungami from Part 4 of JoJo. Yeah. Who's the guy that 
uh, Josuke uh, healed because he was in the hospital and then beat the shit out of. And then uh, Josuke said that he felt like he just put on fresh underwear on New Year's Day. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, he's Sugimura in part five. No, no, not part five of Jojo. Persona five. He's Sugimura in Persona five. <laughs> He's Nanashi from Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse wow. and Mark Twain from Bungo Stray Dogs. Oh, Why is Mark Twain a character in Bungo Stray Dogs? I thought it was about crime. <laughs> Maybe it was a person that was codenamed Mark. Well, not codenamed, but just like named themselves Mark Twain and it's a pseudonym. I'm not sure about that. Like I looked up their character on the wiki and I was like, I don't I still don't know if they're actually mark twain or not i don't think so anyways um uh, still they so, have magic powers that are themed after like so, tom sawyer and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. uh so, the narrator's like, english voice actor wait what uh the narrator's english voice actor oh yeah hang on for a bit though mitobay doesn't talk at all so i'm very confused as to why he has a voice actor i mean he's credited in the credits so uh. Uh, and maybe it's just like the noises he made but maybe anyway. he's just when he going when he goes like huh <laughs> or whatever ah uh, yeah, um, yeah yeah probably um uh, Anyways, you keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Right Narrator's English voice actor is Tris Chris Tergliafra. <laughs> He's Muhammad Abdul from Part Three of JoJo. He's Gundam Tanakra from Danganronpa Two. Mm-hmm. You'll like Gundam. He's he's fun. Uh, and he's Kilua's dad in Hunter Hunter. Okay. The teacher's voice actor, the teacher who came up and he was like, "Hey, you little asshole kids, don't do that." <laughs> um. He is Mick Lauer, who is Abakio in Part 5 of JoJo, and the badge seller from A Hat in Time. Oh, God. I forgot about... You told me about that, and I forgot about it. God, the badge yeah. seller had... I like the badge seller's voice, so... Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cashier's voice actor from the from the restaurant uh, is Xanth Hyun. Yeah. Uh, she's Xanth Hyun. She is Haru in Persona 5, mm-hmm. the, plate, the, the main platelet from Cells at Work. <laughs> Uh, Marianne from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, wow. Hidomi from Fully Coolly Progressive. Mm-hmm. Menma from Anohana, who's the, she's the dead girl. Oof. Uh, Aluka from Hunter Hunter, who is Kilua's, uh, trans sister. Uh, the main character's sister in Sword Art Online, uh, who I, I forgot her name. I don't want to look it up, because <laughs> that would mean giving more of my time than I already have to Sword Art Online. <laughs> uh, she is also Uri Hirasawa in K-On!, and the cooking cat in a hat in time. Wow! Only other note I have on a voice actor. So the Lit Club member from episode one, the one who oh. almost uh, asked Kuroko to join, yeah. uh, but then uh, asked that other kid. His voice actor is Sean Chiplock, Sean otherwise Chiplock. known as the voice actor for Ravali from Breath of the Wild, <laughs> Subaru from ReZero, and Santa from Zero Escape. Gotta love Sean Chiplock. Um, Gotta love Sean Chiplock. Oh, so, he made a funny vor joke once. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fun fact. We get to hear Xanth Hune and Sean Chiplock later in the Kirk Onobaski dub. Yeah. We'll never tell who their voice actor is until we get to that episode. Yes. <laughs> so just expect <laughs> that we're gonna uh, drop some names again. Yes. Yes. And we're going to... There's also a name we're going to drop again, not from this series, but from another series we've covered actually twice. Um, not not and one not a voice actor we've covered twice will be in the next episode of the podcast that we do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, woo woo woo.
basketball, basketball. Kuroko, he's a basketball. Kuroko is a basketball. Kuroko is a basketball. Kuroko is a basketball. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened there. (laughs) I just went along with it. I think it's going to be super off sync for us in (laughs) the actual episode. (laughs) Probably. It's going to be funny. Anyways, so. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We actually made it in time. Or at least. Yay. um, um, how much better over time, time than we can better time allow. than last time yeah yeah so uh i'm melee i'm jenny and our music is glitter blast by kevin mcleod uh who is known for lots of royalty free music from across the internet you know for the that that stupid ass ukulele song that bring ding bring 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 <laughs> uh and also he made a bunch of songs that ended up in the curl space program soundtrack Ooh. all right so, our art is done by our producer, Sahar. Um, the, uh, her at on Instagram is at cur- a lowercase curl kitty with two Y's, I believe. I will have yeah. to double check. And, um, <laughs> uh, yes. And I had a recent, like, while we were watching this episode, I think it was, yeah. uh, we, we had a real. I had a realization about her username and I was like, is, is it, is that because of Kuroko? Is it because of Kuroko? And, uh, the answer was a little bit, uh, (laughs) (laughs) not really, but that wasn't the primary reason. Yeah. Uh, our social, uh, if you want to contact us, uh, then you can find us on Twitter at noises on podcast. That's at noises on podcast. All one word. All one capital word. Yeah. at the start of each at uh, capital at the start of each word. Ooh. All right. Yes. If you have an Instagram, you could see our Instagram at noises underscore on all lowercase. That is at noises underscore on. I didn't fuck up this yes. time. Hell yeah. You did not fuck up the thing. Because in our last if episode, want- I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to email us with a suggestion for an episode then you can email us at uh, noisesonpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, no capital letters, noisesonpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, and if you're swimming in cash and don't know what to do with it, you could consider donating to our podcast. Um, uh, you, uh, Since we're with Anchor, we can get uh, donations. Um, it's not required, but it's very appreciated. But uh, yes. you could start at a dollar a month, but the highest you can get is $10. We have a generous person <laughs> donating $10 a month to us already, and thank you, person. Um, but if you want to do that, you totally could uh, go to our anchor.fm slash noises on slash support and uh, donate to us there if you want to. Mm. So, since our next episode <laughs> is uh, so, the reason why this is going to be our next episode, I realized we have done like most of our episodes are anime. <laughs> there's more. There's more voice acting media than anime. Yeah, and so. 
our next episode is going to be My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. <laughs> I used to wonder what friendship could be my little pony. Okay, anyway. Until I shoved a stick in my <laughs> no, ass. No, no, no. Um, okay. So, uh, and in addition to this next episode, we have a special guest coming on. We have a special guest coming on. But You'll no one's going to gonna know who the special guest is until the episode. Woo! Woo! We'll do an opening bit with that. I'm the scatting man. You ready? Yes. All right. So, we're signing off on Noises Off. Goodbye, everyone. Bye!